0: Make way for Sparkle Jets UK. Despite their name, this power pop trio is from California. In fact, they've been part of the LA pop scene since the late 1990s. Here they are with their new double album, Best of Friends, where they cover 21 songs by 21 of their friends' bands from that very same scene. Here are Michael Simmons and Susan West to explain what it's all about.
1: Asking us what are you doing next because we had one record done and another one was just about done. And I said, "Well, um, we would like to have a tribute record to ourselves. We're nobody, <laughs> you know." But yeah, and then everybody laughed and said, "Aha! Yeah, you should do it because there were a lot of tribute records happening at that time, even ones that yeah. we were a part of." And um,
2: there were so many that the joke was, you know, there's a tribute record coming out every day, and somebody, right. somebody literally that had just met us that five minutes ago said. There should be a spark tribute to the Sparkle Jets. There's so many stupid tributes, <laughs> and then we laughed. And, and then, and the next day, I actually act, we we thought about it and thought that's that's a dumb idea, but it's a good marketing idea, yep, you know. Yep. And and so we asked everybody, and they did it. And then, long story short, that happened. It came out. It was great. And we were considering doing kind of a follow up where we did a bunch of our favorite songs by those people, et cetera. We made a list. Yep. And we're kicking it around for a while, but you know we got busy and we had we were doing our own thing, so it just I kept the file in my computer for years, <laughs> just in case we ever wanted to do it of the songs that we picked. Yep. Um And then a few years back, you know, it was kind of like, boy, I wish we had something to to record because um, I I hadn't written anything really, and um that idea came back, and I said, do you guys want to just do this old idea? And they said, sure. So. We knocked it out in a few weeks, and uh, a year and a half later, here, here it is. But, so, the,
1: you know, the fun was asking them, is this okay? Would you mind if we did your song? Yeah. And we had great fun just talking to everybody about it, and they got excited, and they were right. telling us what they were doing. We were telling what we were doing. And um, it was – even that process was pretty painless.
2: Yeah, we did a podcast uh, was our other crazy marketing idea, I guess, is just – how do you know? How do we talk about this? So we made a little podcast, and we spent uh, two whole days calling up everybody that we could possibly get a hold of uh, and plant. And and just like the the tribute album before, we had all these slots available, and slowly but surely filled them all in. So every hour we were talking to a new artist right. uh, that we covered, and we did about sixteen interviews um in two days and so that's what our podcast kind of is at least so far we'll probably add some more to it right right
1: but what's so great is that that was like the best two days ever we were so exhausted we, we kept on uh, just having to you know drink a little something to 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 wet our mouths against so we could keep talking but we did one after another after another and what you hear you uh, might be um, an hour podcast, but it ended up being a three-hour conversation. So right. it was really mo- more like two weekends almost, Mike, of, of all of those. And it was great. Th- these people are our heroes. Right. And, um, you know, we've been doing projects throughout the years with them, but people like, um, like the Negro Problem. And um, it was just – it was great fun – it was great, great fun just talking to them and right. shooting the shit with them.
0: Because <laughs> I guess <clears throat> probably the one band, uh, <clears throat> pardon me for, I have to get a cup of tea. It's early morning here. <clears throat> so the, the one name that kind of stands out a little bit is The Wonder Mints, which folks would know from their work with uh, Brian Wilson. So, but there's, like you say, there's 20 other acts here that are equally impressive once we hear their songs. It's just that. Um, so tell me about the sound or the scene that this all com- came from. How did it happen?
2: Well, it was kind of already happening before we knew about it, before our band really even started. I think they were, um, from what I understand, there was just a few clubs that people were playing at, and, and from the, our experience later, it was we realized that it was there was kind of like everybody would come to the shows if there was a, a show right. with a few bands on the bill, like everybody in town would come see it and participate if they weren't in the bands they would watch them and then the next time there was a show you know you know the next week or that weekend they'd all come back and do it again so everybody kind of helped each other out so we come from another part of uh, we were playing mostly in orange county which is basically connected to los angeles but there's this because it's a different county you know, there's not always a lot of co mingling, and uh,
1: it's just a totally different feeling,
2: yeah, yeah. Everybody there, it's it's it was very like, okay, we're gonna play a club, and you know, we gotta hurry and get our gear up on stage. And and sometimes the the audience for that band would just come watch them, and then they'd leave, and the band would leave. But there with these guys, it helped, I think, that they were all kind of in a similar genre, right? Not necessarily all power pop, but but because power pop, it look like, what we don't what even is that. But really, it's okay. all just, we're all people that like Beatles yep. antecedent mm-hmm. style like music. Like Razz- so
0: Raspberries, Big Star, that kind of stuff. Sure.
2: Yep. Because we all had similar tastes, you know, <clears throat> we could hang out and, and every, we kind of enjoyed each other's music. So because we were all there together and helping each other out, it, it, it kind of made our audience kind of small because we were our, our, each other's audience. But uh, but it was cool. And then the few bands got a little buzz going and... I got, you know, and, and got their name out there a little bit. And so we were all just kind of waiting for something to happen. And, and it kind of did in, in a way, but like nobody really, hardly anybody made it out. Um, right. That's okay. You know, things things go wrong. But the songs that everybody had at the time were really good. So the idea behind this album was, you know, that we could kind of cherry pick, you know, our favorites from everybody's catalog, yep. throw them on one album and it's a it's a best of of our friends and um so we had a little double meaning there but really it's like we just got to pick their best songs and use them <laughs> <laughs> and because nobody knows what we are we figure and, and everybody's talking about the concept because you know the press releases went out telling the whole story yeah because my initial idea part of this was just to not tell anyone what this was right we're a band here's some songs bye yep, yep. uh do with it as will and <laughs> That would have worked really well, I think, it probably because would have, yeah. <laughs> every song is really good. There's like, you know, a lot of times you'll get an album, there's one or two good ones, and then the other ones are okay and okay. But this thing is kind of like every single song is really fantastic because, you know, we picked, you know, one of the best ones that those people ever made. Yep, yep. Um
1: and it was really hard to pick the songs yeah, very too. Hard. I mean, there was a little bit of band fighting there. Oh, good. You know, in the best way, <laughs> it, was, it was fun picking the songs, but it was hard.
0: Sometimes you just a, couldn't decide. You could do a volume two easily, or is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and
2: I'm sure there's a lot of uh, a lot of our friends that we're going to hear about through the grapevine that are super mad that, right. we, <laughs> that we didn't do one of theirs. So, so, so the official line is. Um, you know if, if your song is missing please lobby for volume
0: two right and 20 years from get now out, get out and buy a copy of this one and <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll make another yeah because so it ain't cheap friends i'm sure it's not well it's a pretty snazzy package so tell explain to folks what the vinyl itself looks like and feels like and smells like
2: well, well it's a double album obviously because there's 21 songs and yep. so you know that's just the physical reality of that. It all fits on one CD just barely. I mean, it's like a packed, yeah. I think 78 minutes CD or 80 minutes. So the, so, so it's two LP. this is a gatefold that actually tells the whole story of us and how the album came about all the things we just said. Um, but there's a little, it's all written in there. And then um, there's, we put little pictures of each of the bands you can kind of see what they looked like back then. And, and just to kind of an homage to them. And then uh and then it's a it's the the vinyl itself is two different colors. One's kind of like a marbled teal with a little white marbling in it, and the other one's kind of a tangerine with a marble in it. So, right, it looks cool, cool, and they're all a little unique. I I I, I personally uh, inspected every single piece of vinyl. Oh, good. And no, no two are the same, I can assure and you. And you
1: picked out your favorite ones, too. For your favorite
2: <laughs> I, had, I was like, I oh, and, and then, yeah, I picked the two most boring ones, how it was supposed to be, because they were supposed to be a pretty boring color scheme, right. just a solid color. And then they accidentally all ended up being, like, marbled. So that kind of oh. was a bonus for the,
0: oh, very for cool. the for people. So that's cool. Didn't have to pay extra for that. Hopefully, they'll, some of them will make, them, make their way down here. We can see them in the stores. Yeah, we brought a, we brought three of them with us just for this interview. Oh, well, it's the show. But
1: I, Where are they? Are they
0: downstairs? They're way downstairs.
1: I just opened an LP. I can so see there that. It that.
0: That's very snazzy looking. Yes. Who did the artwork? And, uh, did you guys do too? it? What? Did you do the artwork?
2: Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. All right. Um, Let's see the vinyl. And though. there's the back. <laughs> this is an homage to my old cabin. Uh used to have a window like this. Oh, great. So I've, got, be
0: I've got stained glass windows in my place. Check out this uh, ceiling I got. Ooh.
1: Oh, my God. What?
0: And then the, the, the windows are there. And those are my windows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Looks like a Swiss flag. Yes. It's pretty wild. We saw a lot of Swiss <laughs> flags today. We drove to Geneva.
2: Um, yeah. And a little, there's a little painting on there that my... Renee Rodriguez from right. uh, Invisible Suns painted right. for us. Yeah, and in uh, here there's uh, the little of there I told you about I the story, and yeah. then uh, there's all the pictures of the other bands and and all the. I think we thanked two people because it was otherwise we'd have yeah, not, yeah.
0: It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's nobody or everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. That's kind of what it is. And that's one of the LPs there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's looking beautiful. That's pretty. Okay. Man, this is one of the blue. This is
0: the a, A&B disc. The beauty. I'll, I'll, I'll open one for real so we can see what's there. Well, this is obviously a labor of love. You guys aren't going to get rich on this project. <laughs> no. You pretty much, if you're going to do
2: vinyl, yep. everyone buys one is, is supposed to get one of the original um uh, CDs from the Tribute album, you know, while supplies oh,
0: last. Right. So we you dug cool. those
2: up out of the, the, and, I see the and
0: I see Big Stir is turning into a real label. That they just released a new song by Graham Parker.
2: Yeah, that was quite the coup. There's some other similar, you know, things happening in the background too. Oh, good. Um, I can't wait to hear that. I guess it. they'll, They'll announce that when they announce it, maybe they already have. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep. No. They're certainly working hard. I mean, they, they just bust their hiney. I told people uh, online, I said uh, about a month ago, I said, apologizing now that you're going to get really sick of my face. And what <laughs> I meant was like every single day you see some variant of this picture. Yep, yep. I, mean, I don't know how it is for everyone else, but I sure see it. A lot, so yeah. <laughs> A lot. that's what I meant. And we're yeah. good at that, but that's yeah. the one thing that you know that we don't have time for. We can make albums, we can make artwork, you know, that's right. fine. But the one thing that we wouldn't really have time is like once it's done, then then what? Yep. So yep. these guys yep. are doing us the wonderful favor of Excellent. letting the world know that it's
0: out there. So. Cool. So tell me a little bit about some of the bands. I, I, I'm, I'm tempted to just throw a couple of names out randomly, and then but I'm afraid I'm going to put you on the spot. Are there bands that have a story behind them that, that you can tell me that, that stand out for you?
2: Sure. I mean, uh, you mentioned the Wonderments. I mean, those guys were one of the first bands in the scene that we ever saw. And I was just kind of, like, blown away because uh, they would always do these crazy covers and, look really like, – did these really hard arrangements and wacky stuff that they would, uh, you know, they would just do like theme songs from 60s television shows. Right. But not not like obvious things. They wouldn't do like, you know, they wouldn't do Gilligan's Island.
1: Right. They would
2: do, (laughs) you know, the theme from uncle or something. I don't know. But
1: they would go all the way with it. They did costumes. They had really good go, go dancers, you know, I mean, they, they just, they were fun. Cool. Um,
2: fun. Yeah. So, so that was neat. Um, we eventually got on the same label with those guys, which was really cool. Um, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we did a song by Adam Marsland on here from Cockeyed Ghost. One of the best albums that ever came out of our scene was uh, Ludlow 618. So we did that song okay um
1: sugar plastic is my absolute favorite
2: yeah sugar plastic we were big fans of theirs and and as once we started playing around town and talking to people it'd be like we'd heard about them or saw i think i was at someone's house at a party and i saw a poster of like their band and like all these other bands i knew and sugar plastic was on the same poster i go you played with them oh yeah i know those guys and then one thing led to another and eventually i, I went and saw them and uh and we, yeah we all knew the same people and and so we did a few things but i was a huge fan of theirs like you know way right. before we met them and right when i met these guys um in the band and it was our kind of we had a couple records that were kind of our honeymoon records you know and the sugar plastic was one of them and- but do you
1: remember we were at a um, a convention like a, a dumb nam convention or something and you were just, we were in the line to get a hot dog, and you just were started singing, um, rat sir. And then the girl behind us buying a hot dog, she said, Are you singing the sugar plastic? And then we were just, our, it blew our minds that there was, somebody right, the that would, home, yeah. And they just exploded. Oh my gosh, that was beautiful. Do you remember that?
2: Nope. <laughs> nope, but I, I believe it's true. She makes up a lot of stories, but that one no, seemed real.
1: You really like the That's, hot dog. You put yeah, mustard I mean, on it, and it was,
2: yeah. But I don't like mustard. Not i <laughs> um, always trying to figure out how to figure it out. So who were the anyway, masticators?
0: Um, yeah. Who were the, the masticators? Masticators.
2: Okay, so the masticators was a band led by Lisa Michaels. Um, Lisa... Y- I think back in the day, she, she used to do a lot of stuff with the wonderments. She used to, um, she used to go out with the drummer. That's where her right. last name comes from. All right. But then she started her own thing. Um, with a couple of the guys from wonder boy. If you ever heard of wonder boy, which we probably should have done one of their songs. Next. Um, and, and Robbie wrist was one of those guys. And, um, so they had a band going and we kind of met them and they kind of adopted us and we hung out with them a lot. And then, uh, Robbie eventually moved all of his studio gear into my studio because I didn't have a computer yet. I was still running on tape. Right. And uh, so we saw a lot of them back then and we kind of shared a studio space for about three years.
1: And we shared a lot of shows too. Yeah. And we and it, played together we a lot. We've always had a, a difficult, a uh, difficulty filling the drummer position
2: in right? our band yeah.
1: because it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty tough position. about 20.
2: We stopped counting at 20. Right.
1: But Lisa, michaels plays drums as well and so she she sat in and she saved us for a good year too okay was playing drums for
0: it. kind of the spinal tap effect there with the drummer keep exploding right yeah. yes <laughs> but yeah. the
2: masticators were a great band and they were actually really the ones that we were all we we all kind of had them pegged as the ones that would break out and right. and happen and we, we could taste it it was just yeah. right yeah. there we were like okay if, if If they make it, then we'll all just the rest of us will all just you know flow through the, the broken hole in the wall, and it got almost got there, and then they broke up, uh. and it was like I, it happened at a show that we were all doing that, that there was just kind of like they just kind of you know had their little little explosion, and, and I cried, it was brutal, and we had to do our show. Um, after them and that
1: song is such a powerful song yeah it a, you know it was a whole record of hits but especially that one
2: that was our first single because it was just kind of obvious to right because it's so but actually all yes, these are we, yes, we yes. there's really only it that's the problem every song's kind of a banger there's a, there's a couple that are sort <laughs> of uh mid-tempo almost ballady but not really
0: uh and the rest of them are just like yep 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 well i see it ends with a tune called fantastic pantsuit, which I kind of took a liking to, and I've never heard of third grade teacher, so what can you tell me about that?
2: They're a great teacher. Uh, They're the the least power pop band out of this whole batch. Uh, But we played a ton of shows with them and they're really close friends of ours. And they were very much, uh, I guess, I guess they were kind of a punk rock aesthetic.
1: Art. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They were so that the guitars were very, there was one guitarist and he was very loud and (laughs) dude, they go from really these big ethereal clean sounds to, crazy distortion. And uh, the, the lead singer was an actual third grade teacher and the, the two girls in the band would wear the, the school girl out for them, uniform, you know.
1: And they and, looked really good.
2: And they and she would do these things where she would ride around on the floor like she was possessed by demons. Uh-huh. Um, and it was pretty frightening. But, uh,
1: so what was so fun is, look, so they had this energy and they were so fun to watch and they'd have these songs and we would take their songs and then we'd make them into something just a little bit different. And they like, they go, wow, we never thought of doing it like that. So it's just us popping their songs.
2: Right. Well, and it's a
1: great song, too.
2: Well, the irony is the one song out of their whole catalog that was actually kind of poppy and sing-songy is, is the one we did. But we turned around and made it more rock than more theirs.
0: funky. Funk it up. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, we kind of reversed roles and made it. And, and then blended it with a little Led Zeppelin and sure. as kind of a joke. We did it for their record release party. We learned the song, made an arrangement of our own, and then did it. And we liked it so much that we went back in and tracked it. And that one actually uh, is the oldest one in the set. The rest of these were all done la- a couple summers ago. Right. But that one we did back then. And it just and just we never fun. released it until about, I want to say, two or three years ago on Bigster. Uh, we did a we did decided to do a split single with them so that it could go out.
0: Cool. But I'll
1: just go and plug that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah That's one of my favorite songs on the whole record. So I'm glad that one kind of ends it, it all. Yeah. it's really. Yeah, it's so crazy. Out there, it's in your face. It's fun.
0: <laughs> so other than the wonderment, and silly. Other than Wonderments and you guys, are any of these other bands still uh, active and doing their thing?
2: Yeah, well, I can tell you. Um, I yeah. Um, Candy Pants is, is getting kind of got back there, got back together and they're playing uh, shows now, supposedly. Right. I've yet to see them, but I'm sure so we will any day now. And I, we did, I want a pony from theirs. Yep. Um, Dawn from the Dons has done a show now and again. Um, the Negro Problem folks, Stu and Heidi, they're doing a lot of stuff um, in Broadway and other things, but right. they're always working on, projects and they they do a record every so often um Cosmo Topper is going to be getting a band together for IPO uh, in August uh August 12th I think he's playing so that's the first time he's done that in gosh probably 10 or 15 years um no, no, no. Those bands are all very much gone. Uh, see, <laughs> um, Maple March is back together again. Uh, they're, they just put a record out on Big Stir. Oh, cool. Um, Flora Pop is working on a new pop record, the first one they've done in probably fifteen years. Uh, they just started recording it like last week. Right. Um, the Shazam. I don't know what Hans is up to, but he's got some reissues coming out. Do you um, know the
1: Shazam?
0: I never heard the of Shazam. So are good. the band? Oh, okay, well, I'm definitely gonna song. check them out. This is this is why I love this stuff oh, because you know mm-hmm. there's always something you don't know, and no matter how I mean you can see I've had a few records myself back here, but you know. Yes, you do. And everybody's like, oh, you know everything. I was like, no, no, it doesn't work like that. And it's, I love the fact that there's a scene a because it's similar to the scene here in New Zealand that they had in the '80s with the in Dunedin with the Flying Nun thing. It was a very specific you know, isolated thing that only certain people know about. And now it's become kind of this legendary thing. And there, I'm sure there's places like that all over the world where things were happening and only a handful of people know about it. And then eventually something like this happens and the word gets out and everybody's freaking out. So it's very cool.
2: Yeah. And we were, it was, we were thinking of doing this project and, 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 um, and we'd heard, you know, around that, that's, that young people are starting to notice this music and, uh, you know, Susan's uh, son went and was like wearing one of our old band T-shirts to work, and somebody he worked with said, "You know that? You know the Sparkle Jets UK?" And he's like, "Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I've kind of heard of them." Yeah. <laughs> uh, and apparently, there's this, he's like, you know, there's pe- there's kids listening to this stuff and being interested in it, and and we're like, well, that's kind of advantageous. Uh, that we're just gonna do this now, and um, so hopefully this will this will work. And we, we really want other people to, to find out, find these old bands or just enjoy these songs for what they are. Yep. One thing. Yep. Yep. It's, uh, because, and these versions are mostly pretty faithful. Yeah. Um, if anything, we just kind of made them all kind of sound like they come from the same place, which they do. Um, but, you know, we've, we've got our own thing going on and um, we've, we, because of the impetus from this, we, we kind of got our act together and, uh, I dug through about 50 hard drives and I found, you know, the the lost sessions of our third album right. that have been sitting around and languishing for 20 years. And I spent a few weeks, you know, resurrecting all the tracks and uh, and we finished the pieces that we hadn't finished yet. Most of it was pretty there. Yep. Um, just, just finished a few pieces. I thought, oh, a remix would make them sound better. No. No. It didn't help, but they sounded exactly <laughs> the same as they did then, right? So, um, but they don't sound old or anything, they just sound like we made them yesterday, right? Um, and then we added a couple new songs that we had, or and a few songs that we from then that we'd never finished writing, yep. And that'll be out uh, in a year, oh, great! So these people think that we don't actually have any of our own stuff, right? Which obviously we, it was kind of cool because making this kind of made it. We were like, well, if anybody buys this, we'd you know, we'd look like idiots if we don't have our own music to talk about. It's like, well, you, thanks for thanks for doing a bunch of other people's songs, because you know, covers is something you can't really get away with uh, since the Beatles. Thanks, Beatles. Um, <laughs> you know, because that's what that's what made me think to 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 put this idea to these guys, because I was in, I was you know doing my think in the shower and going, man, it was easier back then. You just got signed to a label and you just took you know the, the the labels go here's a list of songs find someone you like yep Yep.
1: well you like the art of recording
2: and, and i do you like, like to record you yeah like
1: making yeah that's
2: right gotcha. that's what i'm in it for I, I don't think i'd play an instrument at all right right i just wanted to make i just wanted to record things and right. so if i have a chance to do that i will right so it doesn't on, mean you're, it's not easy it doesn't mean it's easy <laughs> but it is
0: rewarding so you're on the road what's the show what are you doing on these shows what are they like who's coming to see you what kind of set list do you working on
2: Well, we haven't. uh, We're still talking about that. We do have. We do have some stuff um, in the works for, I guess, next month. Um, So we'll see. Uh, We haven't uh, argued that out yet to see what we're going to do. But we're going to have to do something from this, right? I'm hoping to to get together some of the new songs too. That would be nice. Um, So we haven't had that argument yet,
0: but uh, in about a week. Oh, we will stand back. And are they arguments? Yeah. How do you guys just make? This oh yeah. Play? How does the band work?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. It's
0: been a while. I don't know what's
2: going to happen.
1: It's a friendly fight.
2: Okay. But we 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 actually did ask the other day. We sent an email. We sent a text from around the world to all the people all over and said, "Okay, we have a show this date. Who's who can play it?" And everybody got back and said, "Yeah, we're in." So now okay. it's just a matter of deciding now what songs and and you know how many times we're going to try them before we actually do them in public.
1: Well, and that other thing is happening too. Now we're getting offered other shows to do, so it's it's going to be a good summer.
2: Yep, yep. it's going
1: to be a, a- next yeah. year.
2: Next year we're going to do it. Hopefully, we're going to do it a little bigger. Um, we just none of us have time to plan this stuff. We we need we need somebody. We need to we need. The label, come on. Some, we
0: need We need uh,
2: someone to donate okay. us a lot of money so we can hire oh, someone to do all this
0: stuff.
2: So Tour planning
0: for us. I mean, let's face it, it's not about time. You had 20 years to get this one together. It's more about the money. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but booking shows and getting all that figured out is, uh,
2: is, is just... Because that's what we do as a job anyway. We, 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 we do show production all the time, right. so we know right. what to do. Yep. It's just we are doing it 24-7 already. Gotcha. Um, worrying about... What to do with our with our band. And most people we work with don't even believe we have one. Yeah, right. so we all work together. Our whole band like started working at the same place in a school years ago. So we do big
0: concerts and plays and cool all that all stuff right. all the time. Well, I can't wait to hear the next record yeah. of your songs. Well, it's there. It exists.
2: It's in fact the we've, the CD's already done. They're oh, they're sitting waiting to be
0: loved. All right, all right, uh, very good. And come down to New Zealand. I like can a see you. fine wine, there I'd, in the cellar. I'd love to see you on a on a bill with like the Chills or the Bats or somebody down here. I think it would, it would work oh. really well. So that'd uh, be awesome. Yep, it would be very cool. So please do the thing. All right, get talk. I'll to start swimming boys. to please New Zealand sure. now. Yes, it, it's a it's a ways, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's worth the trip. Trust me.